This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 6, Episode 4, Fixer Upper. And we don't have any announcements for today, so we are actually just going to move right into Words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This Words with the GM is about Series 6, Episode 3, Over the Moon. A weird, hilarious, fun episode. Uh, <laughs> a nice little side quest uh, for us. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of B plot, I think, is the term. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to do something a little different that episode because the first two episodes were explosions and pew pew and everything, all super exciting. So I wanted to kind of. I wanted to change of pace. Yeah, I think uh, the the. Animus worms were crazy cool and very creepy. I wanted to ask you, are those are those uh, creatures from like the Atomic Highway rule book or did you just make them up? Uh, they're not actually in the rule book. And even though the rule book has a bunch of tools for making monsters and mutants and everything, uh, I wanted something a little different. I, w- I wanted something alien and strange that, that didn't quite fit into the world. Just to make them that much more creepy. Uh, how did you come up with them then? Did you draw inspiration from anything in particular? Uh, I'd say just general sci-fi tropes, I guess. Honestly, I didn't think of the whole worm thing until right before I revealed them. You guys rolled into town. Moon was acting weird. I had no idea why. I just knew, knew she was acting weird. And then the rest of the town was acting weird. And I was trying to key off you guys to kind of figure out what you were in trying to investigate and I was just going to go from there. But when bumper leaned in to catch, uh, that one town's person by surprise, that's when I got the idea. Like, Oh man, it'd be real creepy if he's like, it's like a stinger came out or something and tried to get him. And then everything just kind of snowballed from there into a giant colony of hive mind worms. That is pretty quintessential to your GMing style, kind of just presenting an idea, not 100% sure where you want it to go, uh, and using the player reaction and uh, uh, expectation uh, to kind of guide where you put the next step to kind of like sandbox it and, and figure out the plot and the story as you go. Uh, it's interesting and really, and really fun to see on the podcast. Yeah. And it's crazy that like you were able to get us to like be hooked and suspicious just by the way that Moon spoke with us as the first person that we encountered in the town. We've talked about before about using descriptors like, you know, well-dressed and smarmy or like (laughs) short and friendly or something like that uh, to describe NPCs. But something that we do all the time on the podcast 
but and you definitely did in the, this past episode covert is like the way you role play your npcs uh ch- can change the whole game and so it's really interesting because had moon instead of being sort of like happily robotic uh had been either like really really flat and and like uncaring or um overly friendly to the point where she was like giving us hugs immediately or something like that just by like what she was doing um and how she said it uh like would have totally changed the way things go um and that's like a really great takeaway for for UGMs out there is that like uh the way that you make your npcs sound also makes a difference like if you're in a bad mood as a gm be prepared for a lot of fights because your npcs sound mad <laughs> and uh and uh your players are attacking and you're like I don't get it why um that's why i i really admire covert cuz he does this all the time um and it's something that i try to do but then just talk about the npcs for a long time instead. <laughs> yeah yeah describing an npc and how they look is is one thing but i mean you you're right covert did inspire a significant amount of suspicion and and wariness uh simply by having moon talk kind of like a robot so that I, I at least i know i jumped immediately onto the like this town's full of robots <laughs> <laughs> and then like even even when like i never i didn't actually find any evidence of it i was like convinced something was up and all of that stemmed simply because covert made her talk funny <laughs> so good job Covert. and that's actually a good segue into our favorite moments because bumper freaking out about the town full of robots was my favorite moment (laughs) what about you eddie well my favorite part of this episode was um yet again kohansky uh was cracking me up in the room and uh listening to it i was just like laughing out loud in public um is uh i run one way I run a second way. I run a third way. Um, I run in a third direction. um, And I just, I love that because there was something about the way that you exactly hear what Kohansky was doing, like with his body as he like, uh, like said that, like he was acting with his whole body sitting across from me. And then like, I could imagine it listening to it. And I was literally trying really hard not to just like guffaw into my mic when he did that. Uh, and so it was, uh, it was a great memory. Yeah. We were talking, uh, this whole time about like intonation and everything. Like Kohansky does a really good job, uh, uh, somehow adding physicality to his voice. <laughs> uh, and Tommy, what about you? What was your favorite moment? I, I think my favorite part of it is, uh, the, the idea that Damien, Twitch, and Moon uh, are all going out on like a date together. <laughs> it, it, it like it just reaches this like this fever pitch of like of silliness because it's three people who have absolutely no idea how normal human interaction goes, <laughs> and, and like so it's just like let's go on a date. Can Damien come and take notes and watch? And it's like, yes, that's perfectly acceptable. No, it's not perfectly acceptable. <laughs> but but the the animus worms are seeing that they want it and are trying to like conform to human behavior. And this is not normal human behavior. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. Um, that's a uh, 
And and the other thing that I really love about that is that is a very Sean like trope. Um, the 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 whole doomed romance angle. He always seems to find one, uh, and he found one pretty early on in this series. So maybe he'll find a second one. Yeah, I think he started off the series being like, "I'm not doing doomed romance," <laughs> <laughs> but then it was too good. It was too good of a, an opportunity for him to take it, and I'm so glad he did because all of the scenes were just cut away to Damien and Twitch and Moon just were hilarious because none of them had any idea how they should be behaving (laughs) and all of them thought it was going really well (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but we have left seclusion or modestin uh, and we're back on the road uh, and uh, I'm really excited to see what other shenanigans the (laughs) party is going to get into Uh, so I think it's time that we move on in to series six Episode four, Fixer Upper. Enjoy. Howdy. They called me Bumper on account I was found in a car bumper as a baby. Guess my parents didn't really like that I was born a mutie and decided to toss me in the junkyard. An old greaser found me and raised me as his own. He was like real smart and he taught me all sorts of useful things. Mechanics, electronics, history, you name it. When it passed away, I felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot. So I traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle. I call it the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus. Or for short, the Beast. (laughs) Uh, This rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at, but she'll get you from point A to point B in a timely and more importantly safe manner. Now... I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am, I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep her going, you can bet I'm gonna keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go. They call me Zodra. I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a black came, and the Green Place started dying. So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new Green Place, and the others... Staying behind, protecting thems that can't rightly protect their selves. Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is... Till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how. But way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses... I'll use what skills I have to keep old Bump and anyone under his care in one piece. 
Greetings, commoners. You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well-versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the Enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the surface. Well, hey, they call me Twitch. I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home. All right, when we last left our heroes, I think it's safe to use that word now, they had just rescued the town of Modestin from some mind-controlling hive-mind parasites known as animus worms. And uh, most of the town being left in a recovery state, uh, they took what they needed and left town. Let's see where they're heading. Onward to the supply depot. It's this way, right, Damien? Yes, according to my map, it should be about a day's journey northeast. Off we go! You pull onto the highway, or the post-apocalyptic equivalent of one. The road's a little bumpy, but it's actual road, so that's pretty nice. Still a bunch of wasteland. This part's actually getting pretty flat, and you start making your way northeast towards that supply depot. As we travel, I would like to uh, take the tracker that Bumper had disabled and attempt to somehow connect it to the puzzle box map GIPS system. Sure. Uh, make a understanding and tech roll. One hit. Perhaps this is a long-term project. <laughs> yes. You feel you have an idea of how you want to accomplish it and, and sync it. You just don't know exactly how. Bumper, hold the bus more still, please. I'm trying to work. I'm doing as still as I can. I don't know if you understand how bad this road is. Yeah, it almost looks like the uh, wasteland around here is flatter than the road. Sometimes yes, sometimes no, but there's things out there. We don't want to go nearby them. It's flat as this griddle that I got. It's a pretty nice griddle, Twitch. 
Yeah, when I hold it in my hands, it gets hot no matter what. <laughs> I cook up that, what, that we still have that dead animus worm in a jar? Well, it's still fresh. Let's yeah. put it right in there. Factory sealed. <laughs> <laughs> I make breakfast for everyone. I got some more of them spices if you like. Oh, man. But yeah, give me them spices. I'm going to make a cuisine. <laughs> you want to do a... Uh... Let's do understanding and survival. See how well you cook this on the griddle. Well, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I got none of them. It's cooked. <laughs> I did it. This tastes great. <laughs> but the bus still smells great. And then you hungrily take a bite into this cooked uh, animus worm. And you start chewing and you just keep chewing on it. It's pretty chewy. It's hard to make it so you can swallow it. <laughs> I'm just absent-mindedly chewing on this, having no idea how long it's taken. So <laughs> frustrating myself over the trying to connect this puzzle box up and figure out its mysteries. Normally, I would never put that in my mouth, but it just happened. It just was in my mouth at one point, and I still haven't realized it. You feel like if you made it to... Uh some higher ground, you'd also make it easier to get a connection with the GPS. Oh, hang hang on a minute. Do I, um, I pull up the map, and because it's a topographical map, do I see if there's any high ground nearby? Yes, actually. Uh, it's just a little... It's a, about 30 miles ahead is when it starts getting back into more hilly areas with the plateaus and everything. Bumper, keep... Go, go ahead a bit, and if, if you pull off, a, a bit, it's a bit off to the side, but if you pull off, we can go up to some high ground, and I think this whole tracking business might work a bit better. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, I can pull that off. Excellent. No problem. I go that way. All right, you start making your way towards higher ground. You want to go off-road, and here we go! Hooray, I think. <laughs> it takes a little bit longer, because you do have to off-road, and the bus is already not super fast, but you find a nice open area that you can drive up to but to get up there it's not drivable up you you'll have to walk your way up this plateau i do believe i have reached the extent of where i can go with the beast as much as it pains me to say we may need to leave her behind and go up on foot well we don't all need to go that's fine you go ahead damien i think one of was someone come with me Someone should come with me. Well, y'all don't have to do it just because he says it. Oh, that's right. I can I can vote on whether or not I want to go. This voting business, just someone come with me. I was going to go anyway, so. Excellent. Thank you for accompanying me. Right. Well, let's go. I take the puzzle box and I take the tracker and I set off up the hill. If you have any trouble, I'll just go ahead and lay on the horn. And if you have any trouble, I don't know, you got Zoe with you, so I think you'll be fine. Hey, Bumper, do you think if I took this kayak of freedom, I could, like, go down the mesa on it and it would be real fun? Or do you think that would be, like, dying? I give it about a 50-50 chance of death. That's pretty good for me. And, and like, a 90% chance that the kayak is broken to shit at the end. All right. <laughs> if you think of a way that we could, you know, go go dust sliding, I, I've, been, I've been looking I'll forward to that. I'll go find some dunes on the way. All right. Chop, chop. I'm coming, I'm coming. Give me a moment to collect myself. 
I collect myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go walking much slower than I would like. Yes, I'm enjoying the scenery. These are very new sights for me. These hills of rock and sand and such yellow and orange vistas I've never seen before. And I certainly take my time and examine them. And they are beautiful. Covered in dirt. (laughs) (laughs) You actually see, uh, as you go by, it looks like there's some paintings made from passing um, nomad tribes. Oh that my. came through and chronicled some of their stories. This is very important. Stop Stop walking. Stop walking. We have to look at this. All right. What are we looking at? Look at these paintings. They're, they're some sort of ancient symbols. Perhaps they come together and tell some sort of story, or perhaps they are a warning. I don't know. I examine them closely. As a tribes woman, can I read these writings? Yes, it's actually, this is actually something you recognize uh, describing the green place and the search for it. And this is acted, this has just been a, uh, a record of attempts made here in order to grow uh, any sort of green here. Oh, and, and it's complete and utter failure? Here it was, All but right. the the writing seems optimistic about more places uh, further on. From what I can tell, they seem to be putting something in the ground. So my hypothesis is that they have mined the area and we must be extremely careful. That sounds accurate. all right so we must proceed extremely slowly and with great caution yeah i'll go first that way you can walk the same pace as normal very gracious of you you're welcome also zodra yes it makes mention of a nearby body of water but the water is poisoned and cannot allow for any green to grow near it all right well um uh, Damien, so uh, do you know a way to like depoison water? I heard um, Bumper saying one time that there was a poison lake around here. I think back through all the texts I've read and try to put together a way any legends or techniques I've heard. Oh yes, you you know several ways to purify water. I uh, know several ways to purify water. What a <laughs> silly question. <laughs> That's neat. All right. Your enclave had a giant purifying machine, industrial purifier, that could purify large amounts of water with even just a little bit of energy. Um, set sets your enclave up for months at a time using a minimal amount of power as well. Uh, yeah, you, you know, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how much little power it took your enclave. Like, it's... It's a mystery to you still to this day. Uh, <laughs> but no, you've you've read some of the manuals on it and, and everything. You know the basics of how it works. Yes, I think very likely we could set something up. We could perhaps make this um, accessible for us, this water source you speak of. That that sounds good. I don't know exactly where it is, but maybe when we get to the top of the mesa, we can we can take a well. You can do your thingy, and uh, and I'll take a look around, see if I can't see this poison lake that we are going to cure of its poison, depoisonify, if you will. Capital idea, mm-hmm. and do watch out for landmines. There are the whole rest of the way. I step extremely carefully, even though you're in front of me. I step extremely carefully, putting one foot down and then the next foot down. Yeah, you could just walk in my step like 
like where my footprints are. You just walk there because I didn't blow up. So you can just step in my steps. I don't say anything, but I do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Twitch. Yeah. Now, this may be a sensitive question and all, but I wanted to conduct uh, an experiment. And uh, so... Well, the last time I... (laughs) Didn't experiment. It really didn't work out that well for me. What? No, not one of like damn experiments. Unless like that's what you into. But no, I'm saying more like, like so. I was thinking, right? Like I seen you jolt some things and shock some things, and that's all cool and all. But you powered an entire city. Oh yeah. How? Uh, how how'd you do? Are you just like holding back, or can like what's like the full extent of your power, brother? Uh. Well, that's actually kind of... You're right. That is a sensitive question. But uh, truth be told, I don't know how they uh, got all that out of me. I mean, uh, I like to to discharge. It's uh, the only time I really feel good, like I'm not in terrible pain. But uh, I... When I was uh, chained to a wall back in the Enclave, uh, there were a lot of, like, needles and blades and uh, horrible implements right. of torture involved. That, uh, right. You're always talking about that torture. Right. Well, they said, it's like, it's oh, we're very sorry we have to do this to you, but it's a necessary evil, is what they said. All right, all right. Well, let me try. Like, I'm not into torturing or nothing, but like... Yeah, me neither. But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, is that like the trigger? Like, if you get hurt real bad, then you're like exploding a bunch of electricity or something? Oh, hey, that would make a ton of sense if that were the case. All right, all right. So so I don't know if you want to test that theory or not, but I could, like, give you, like, a jab with a knife. Nothing too, like, lethal or nothing, but just kind of, like, see how it works. And then we can we can see, because you, you ain't discharged yet since they stopped torturing you, right? Right. Right, so... Just a tiny jab, right? Just a tiny jab. Oh, no, well, no. I can take a tiny jab. It's very important that you understand this, Twitch. You can say no. <laughs> What? You you don't have to say yes to this. I'm just curious, and maybe we could use it in the future, but I don't want to stab you if it's not that interesting to you. But wait, <laughs> even if I voted no, couldn't you just vote yes? No, no, no. When it comes to your body, Twitch, your word is law. Ain't no one can tell you what to do with your body. Well, what? Like, you, you get to say no, and I don't get a say. Is what I'm getting at here. Well, that's crazy. That doesn't sound like democracy at all. No, no, that's called <laughs> that's called autonomy. Like the the extent of the law ends when it comes to you. Well, as he's as he's telling me this, I, I'm walking out to the front of the beast and opening the hood and like touching the battery. I'm like, yeah, that's all cool and stuff. All right, I'm gonna stab you now. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I think I've made it clear that you are consenting to this. <laughs> and I put on a big rubber glove and <laughs> grab a knife, make sure I'm grounded, and uh, give him a jab in the in the in the ribs. Ow! While he, while he's touching the battery. While he's touching the battery, I'm gonna make sure I hit him like uh, like I don't puncture a lung. Instead, I just poke his rib cage with a knife. <laughs> you see him uh, twitch, and then uh, a bunch of sparks dancing around the battery when you do so and you see all the lights come on and and on the beast and then they flash for a second and uh return back to their normal state oh hey i think i did that i i'm pretty sure you did you're also pretty sure if that happens again it could blow your battery 
So was that like a big jolt of energy, like more than you normally put out? No, that was tiny. You'd have to like stab me four or five or six or seven or eight or nine times, I think, to get my full my full jolt. Okay. Well, I don't want to do that to you. Also, I'm pretty sure you'll blow up my car if we do it. Well, you're a true friend to me, Bumper. <laughs> well, now we know. If, like, shit gets hairy, maybe, like, stab yourself a couple times or something and blow up with a bunch of electricity. Well, mo- most people uh, were, were more than willing to stab me eight or nine times when they saw what, it could, what, uh, what kind of things I could make light up when they did it. Well, let me make something perfectly clear to you, Twitch. I ain't like most people. Well, it's good to have you with me there, Bumper, and I, I give him a hug. Oh, God, hey, <laughs> this is great. Uh, up, on, up on the plateau as Damien and Zodra continue ascending, Damien's following the footsteps of Zodra. And Damien, you feel a click under your foot. Stop! I stop. I don't pick my foot up. I've read about this. He's just stepped on a couple of rocks. Mm. What do I do? Help me, please. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, give me your hand. All right. We're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna pull you and replace your weight with this canteen. Excellent uh, plan. Uh, Excellent plan. Right. Yes. That way, All the right. the. Okay. On okay. on three. All right. I reach out my hand. One. I I grab her hand. Two. I squeeze her hand. Three. Oh! I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> It was just some rocks. No, no, it wasn't. They're right there. You look, and there's a couple of rocks where you had stepped. That is a classic disguise for a mine. Everyone, everyone knows that. It's good to be vigilant. Good job. I'm uh, impressed. I don't need your compliments. All right, I'm not impressed. What? Mm. <laughs> Shall we? Yes. <laughs> After you, there could be more mines. All right, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you you both crest the plateau, and now you're on top of it. Uh, what do we see? Well, if you look around, you see mostly wasteland, but off to uh, the northwest of the plateau a little bit, you do see a relatively small body of water. And you can tell from here it's not looking great. Even even miles and miles away, it looks off. Uh, all right. I think that's it over there. Um, is your doohickey working? I look at the puzzle box and I sort of try my methods again. All right. Uh, without a bunch of sand at the ground level and radiation... You're able to get a much clearer signal. You may make another understanding in tech roll. Three hits. You get to work on this thing, and you are able to find a the frequency of the GPS tracking arrow. You now have a red dot and a green blinking dot on your map. Oh, look! I did it! I did it! <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear something, Bumper? I think that might have been like a dying bird or something. It sounded like a bird, yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, maybe Zoe killed one. Oh, hey, I hope she brings it back. I can cook it right up. Yeah! Uh, so you got it working? Yes, I've got it working. Goody for me. N- um, 
Good. Listen, listen. If you want to go to the go to the water place, I can put this on you and we can make a little test and we can see if it works. If you go all the way over there, we'll definitely know if it's tracking you. All right. <laughs> all right. Here you go. And I take the little, um, it's sort of a bracelet thing and I put it on her arm and I close it. And I say, I hope I can open that later. I'll just smash it. No, my God. I will oh, I will figure out how to open it later. No smashing will be necessary. Excellent. Um, all right. Uh, can you make it down all by yourself? I think we avoided most of the mines. Yes, I think I will be just fine. I can navigate the mines myself. Thank you. All right. Um, I'm going to scree down the northwest side of this mesa <laughs> and head towards the water. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> well, if you're if you're scooting down the side of the mesa, give me a nimble roll. All right, cool. <clears throat> All right, that's three hits. If possible, if there is like a a loose rock area, I would like to scree down by tactically using the loose pieces of shale and uh, using them as my forward momentum, heading down, staying on my feet, so it's like running across. Water, but that's rocks and downhill. <laughs> well, I think with three hits, you're able to manage that. You you uh, hop from one rock to another, and you quickly descend down the the face of the mesa, and you make a dramatic entrance right in front of uh, Bumper and Twitch. Hey, Sodra, did you bring that bird? That was cool. Oh, um, that was like a, a yee-haw from Damien, but, you know, not. <laughs> what? Yeah. You, uh, if you, if Wait, you, did you kill him? Where is he? Oh, he's... he's a, I a, can't cook ham. He's avoiding the landmines coming down. Don't, oh, man. All right. Don't worry. There, there ain't no landmines. He just thought there were from some pictures. Sure. Well, that he'll makes sense. He'll definitely feel great about successfully avoiding them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's the good way to think about it, Smiley. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to keep going. Um, I got this uh, bracer, bracelet, techie thing, and uh, it's a tracker. So I'm going to head towards the Poison Lake, which Damien said he could fix, and then uh, I can plant some seeds on the edge of the water. Yeah. I mean, if, if we can clean up a whole lake, that'd be great. Yeah, that's what I was, uh, that was, uh, that was my thinking. I'm All right, a, well, I guess we're doing a field test of this tracking device then. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna start scouting. Sure. All right, I'll see you later. I start jogging. I turn to Twitch. Normally in this situation, I'd tell someone to be safe, but I think she'd just laugh at me if I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's her, her way. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to take Damien to come on down here? An hour later, I come <laughs> slugging down the mountain, completely exhausted, but looking very satisfied with myself. And I look up and I see the beast and I see Bumper and I see Twitch. And I say, I, I raise up my hand and I say, no, no, it's all right. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Hey, you avoided all of those landmines. Yes, I'm quite proud of myself for that. <laughs> Good I'm job. I'm becoming quite the adventurer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zodra came down. Uh, we were going to tell her to be safe, but 
She literally surfed down the side of a mesa when she could have walked down very easily. So we didn't bother with that. Uh, she's over there now, I think. Well, let's take a look, and I pull up the map. A couple miles away from the red dot, which is your location, is a green blinking dot. Ha ha ha! Look at this! Look at this! Oh, hell, it worked! And it's slowly moving away from you. I zoom in on it, so it moves a little faster. It moves a little bit faster. Look how cool this is. This is pretty damn sweet. Hey, couldn't you use this to, like, find who you needed, people you needed wanted to pick up with your beast? Holy hell. We got to mass produce these things. Yes. Excellent idea. And we can Pass them around. Yes. Let them, like, ping me. I'll go pick them up, and then, and then I can get them wherever they need to go safely. Oh, Twitch. Mm. Damien. Franchise! Oh, wow, I don't know what that means, but you're really excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) That I am, buddy. All right, let's go pick up Zodra. Zodra. Yes. The beast is catching up to you. All right. It slows down just enough for me to hop on. (laughs) (laughs) And that happens. That maneuver looks practiced. Oh, yeah. She got really angry last time I just stopped. She said it was impractical, so now I just kind of roll with it. Hey, where are we going? Uh, Poison Lake. All right. This way? Yeah. I go that way. <laughs> and that way is towards this poisoned lake that Zodra has spotted. And uh, perhaps Bumper, if you want to make a lore check of some kind. I sure will. That's one success. All right. Uh, you know this as Bilgewater's Lake, uh, named so for a failing purifier pump in the middle of it. And it's not a true lake, but it is the largest body of water in the area. Oh, yeah. I know this place. Yeah, it's got to, it's got its own like purifier doohickey in the middle. Uh, it done broke, and so all the water's all, all shitty and, and dirty and stuff. So, like, if we if we thinking we need to make this place clean, we're going to have to go out in the middle of the lake. Holy hell, we got a kayak! <laughs> Excellent. Two of us can go out into the middle of the lake on the kayak. All right. Well, Zoe can swim. How, how poison is this lake? I don't know. Put your finger in it. I, how, how poison do I know it is? Pardon my French, but it's pretty fucking poisoned. Yeah, all right. It's going to be like... Basically acid, so you don't want to swim in that, Zoe. Affirmative. Well, do we even want to take the kayak in it? The kayak will be fine. I think it will be okay. We can kind of test it out, like kind of put it in the water, see if it springs some leaks. I think it is worth the risk if we can go out in the middle of this lake. Now, is this purifier thingy above water or underwater? <laughs> uh, it's above water. You could work on it. It, it pumps it and... Uh, Kind of sprays it out the side to, well, the original function was to aerate it, but now not so much. Uh, quick question about your kayak. Is it wood or metal? Wood. All right. Well, I park the base, and then uh, we get out. I breathe in the awful stench of this lake. It's, oh, that's stinking. It burns. Okay, it wakes you up in the morning. All right. So that, that thing right over there, so I guess, well, Twitch may need to give it a jump start. It may be. 
I mean, I mean, like, I know a lot of things, but I ain't messing with no water purifier. You know about this stuff? Oh, yes. We, I believe we had a similar model back in the Enclave. You had a similar model back at the Enclave. <laughs> so I, sh- <laughs> I should be, I should be able to get it back into working order, assuming all the parts are still there. Okay, so, so let me propose an idea here. You two go in the kayak in case it needs a little bit of electricity and then it needs a little bit of fixing. And then me and Zoe here will, will sit here and play tic-tac-toe. As a dictator, I say that is the plan. Yes, sir. Is there anything else uh, along the shore of this lake or fake lake? Uh, There's some scattered bones of foolish creatures that try to drink from this. I guess whatever civilization used to be here stopped, you know, taking baths. We could use them bones. I'll go collect the bones. Okay. They're from various creatures uh, local to the area. Nothing spectacular, though. So, so these won't do as a, as a armor. I couldn't make it, these into an armor for Damien. If you had enough time and resources to create armor, you could make some. It'll be armor. It wouldn't be the best armor. Right, 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 right. So, I, I, I'll collect the bones, and if there's like a rib cage and like a, a large enough skull, I would like to make that into um, some armor. With some of my furs, and uh, and like we like we do in in the in the tribe. Okay, uh, if you will make a understanding in either survival or we'll say survival or tech. All right, survival it is. <laughs> what you working on there, Zoe? Oh, I thought it would be funny if we dressed uh, Damien up in some of this bone armor. <laughs> oh man, he loved that. He'll look fierce. Yes. After after successfully navigating those landmines, he's earned them, right? I wink real hard. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to help her make some, some bone armor for yeah. Damien. Yeah, go for it. I got four successes. I let Bumper do most of the work and then, like, just make it look nice with the furs with with two successes. <laughs> All right. You guys get to work on that. Damien and Twitch... You guys are heading out in the canoe? Excuse me, the kayak of freedom. After we escaped the uh, the enclave and on this kayak, this here kayak of freedom, and you you said, "Oh, we have to take the kayak of freedom with you." I thought you were a crazy idiot, but it turned out to have worked out for the best because here we are out on the kayak of freedom again. You see, you should always listen to people who know best. <laughs> How do I know who knows best? I know best. Oh, well, all right. Haven't you learned that by now, Twitch? But I've now, guided you this far. But I now I have to remember two precepts. <laughs> One, always listen to those who know best. And two, you know best. Well, you see, there's a. <laughs> if you knew any logic, Twitch, you would know that there's a very c- clever way to combine those. You could just say, you should always listen to me. Well, hey, that's really easy to remember. Isn't it? <laughs> I vote yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now get rowing. I can't do it myself. Ah, oh, it's so nice to have the kayak of freedom carrying me for once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you make it out. It starts, you see some bubbles underneath. A L- little, little bit of steam looking stuff. But no holes in the kayak. You think it should be fine. This reminds me of the time of the last time we were on the kayak together, running away from those terrible trogs. 
Except this time there are no trogs. And there's nothing being destroyed, so it's perfect. <laughs> and the last trogs we met weren't even terrible. That's true. This new world business isn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. In fact, I think I'm finding my place here. Yeah, out in the middle of this poison lake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you seem to be doing quite well yourself. Well, it just looks that way because I'm always smiling. It's because I can't control my face muscles. Well, the things we can't control, we shouldn't try to. Wow, that's a good lesson, too. I'm going to listen to it based on the earlier lesson. <laughs> so you're learning already, Twitch. This is excellent progress. I think I'm happy about it. I then, can't tell anymore. Listen, if you think you're happy, you probably are. Oh, man, I'm learning so much. <laughs> I look out across the lake and see the purification system, the sort of lump of the purification system rising up. Uh, yes, it's, uh, you know, the way it works is it's usually anchored in the middle of a body of water and just kind of floats freely and moves around. That way it's away from the coast where more people would be fishing or swimming or, or getting water. Or they would if the lake hadn't turned into death. Um, so, yes, you're coming up on it. It's it's almost like a probably about a truck-sized rig. Um, and you know it has uh, a bunch of stuff underneath. Uh, the rig on top is kind of the control center. It's about the size of a pickup truck. And it's got a platform and all the controls in the middle. And it it's definitely seen better days. But luckily, the rig's not organic. So uh, it's actually done pretty well. It's actually clean and shiny uh, below the surface from what you can see. On top, it looks gross and dirty. And you make your way on top of the rig. Hey, Dane, who do you think put this here? That's an excellent question. Um, do I notice any markings or symbols through the uh, dust and grime covering this purification system? Uh, make a notice and senses roll for me. And I'll help. No, I won't. I also won't help. I, uh, no hits. <laughs> I no mean, hits. <laughs> for sure. I can't see through. I can't see through this grime. It's too thick. I don't. I don't see any sort of identifying symbols. Do you see anything, Twitch? If there's anything here, I don't notice it. That's for sure. <laughs> well, time to get to work, I suppose. I whip out my wrench, try to identify the problem. All right. Uh, if you would make a understanding and tech roll for me. I'll, I'll spend a fortune to make it two hits. Okay. Uh, you take a look around, and holy crap, this thing's got a lot of stuff wrong with it. The filtration system, it's completely busted. It's been leaking all the impurities into the water and uh, just pretty much recycling and adding more because it's broke. Uh, it's basically working just enough to pull water in, do the opposite of purify, and spread it around this smallish body of water. You think you can fix it. It just would take quite a bit of time to make the parts, possibly even find parts nearby uh, if, you, if you don't have a lot of scrap on you, and to make them and get them installed. Well, hey, if you need help, I can ferry the others on over. Well, it seems like we need to go scavenge for parts elsewhere. I don't think there's enough on the rig to make all these repairs. This is quite a dilapidated 
beast, so to speak. So get back in the kayak and row us home. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they, they're rowing back. Sodra and Bumper, you make a pretty sweet-looking set of bone armor. Yeah, this helmet's from one of them abomination thingies, so it's got, like, two horns that curve down next to his chin. He's going to look so cool. You also know that he probably shouldn't be hit a whole lot wearing this thing because it won't last him very long. Well, in all honesty, he shouldn't be hit at all. I don't think that guy can take a punch. (laughs) That's also true. But he'll look good while he's getting hit. Hey, he can take, like, two punches now. That that's the goal. Long enough for me to get there and stop whoever's beating on him. Hey, how'd it go over there? Well, it's quite it's quite the mess over there. We m- might need to find some scrap metal somewhere. I don't. There's not enough there. The parts are too broken. I I can't just fix it. Okay, okay. Well, we are heading to a supply depot, so maybe they got some stuff there. Yes. Um, but before we go anywhere. Zodra's got a present for you, Damien. Oh, uh... Zodra did this all by herself! Yeah, this is for you. Oh my god. This is for me? That's what I said. Yeah. Well, I suppose I do deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) It should protect you from getting hit a lot, so... (laughs) (laughs) Then I shall wear it bravely into battle like the warriors of yore, and I take off my coat, and I take off my shirt, and I put it on, revealing my pale, scrawny body. Oh my god, it's so bright! (laughs) (laughs) And I don the bone armor, and I give a little growl like this. Mmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's so cool now! You're a real warrior, Damien! Beware all ye doers of evil that I shall smite you down yeah. as I have smitten the, these bones here. That's Keep it going. Go- Keep yes. it going. Oh, and never again shall you behold the light of day for I am Damien the Bone Breaker. Damien the Boner. Shaking my bones. Damien the Boner. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Just everybody take an extra fortune. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's pile on in the beast and go get some supplies from that supply depot. How far away is it, Mr. Covert? It's still a little ways off. You've probably still got about another day to get there, but you're you're pretty you're pretty darn close. Uh, all right, I got an idea. How about we do like a shifts? Don't need to set up camp. Zoe, you want to sleep? Always. All right, you sleep. I drive, I sleep, you drive. On it, boss. All right. Let's go. Go, 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 go. And I kick her into gear and drive in the direction of the supply depot. All right. You drive towards the supply depot. You take shifts, take turns overnight driving. And uh, it's it's the middle of the day when you start, uh, when Damien, you check. You're getting close to it. It appears to be in a... Uh, uh, a mountainside. Well, it's more like it's just a big hill. Hey, Sotra. Yes. I wanted to ask you. Uh, it seemed kind of important to you that you get to, what, plant some seeds by that lake shore? Yeah. What? Why? You know nothing grows out by poison lakes, right? But if it's not poison anymore, it might. Uh, 
And, you know, if we can make a new green place, then then that's good. What's a green place? Um, a place with, like, trees and grass and bushes and deers. I don't know what any of those things are. Uh, you know tumbleweed? I've seen those, yeah. Okay, okay. So a tumbleweed covered in, like, flat green pieces of paper... Is that good? Is that a good thing? <laughs> oh, okay. I was waiting for you to picture it. Um, oh, yeah. I have it. So if it's like stuck to the ground, that would be a bush. And then like if it's if it's like up on a big stick, that's a tree. <laughs> and then if just the little green pieces of paper cut real, real thin like um, are just sticking right out of the ground by themselves and stuck there, that's grass. And a deer is like an animal... That don't kill you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. That does sound pretty good. Yeah, it's like my life's work or something. Hey, I, I didn't, I didn't know that you had one of those that wasn't murdering people and smiling about it. Well, that's like a hobby. <laughs> oh, I'm learning so much today. <laughs> you got it, Smiley. So this mountain of a hill. As you approach it, you you start to see like a a giant door. Um, it's a vault door with a symbol you recognize, Damien, as being a remnant enclave's, not yours, but a different one, one that your enclave lost contact with a long time ago. I this is I recognize this. This is one of the other enclaves. I didn't know. This must be very old, because we lost contact with them many years ago. Well, I hope there's still stuff here. I hope so as well. There better be. Does it look populated? No. Oh, no. In fact, the door doesn't look like it's been opened since it almost looks sealed by rust and dirt and grime. Oh, rust and dirt and grime is my specialty. Let me see if I can crack this baby open. <laughs> How are you cracking this baby open? Well, first I'm going to lean up nice and close to her and kind of like tap and listen and be like, hey, baby, I need you to open up for me. So let me go ahead and figure out what's wrong with you. All right. And I tap around and I listen. And I'm going to try and find out, like, if it's just sealed shut, if there's a panel that's like working, if it needs a K. I'm going to try to discern the exact nature of this door's opening mechanisms. All right. Do so with understanding and tech. As he does that, I look at the map and try to match the symbol I see on the supply depot with any other symbols on the map. Try to locate the enclave and find some information about it. Okay. Uh, If you want to do perhaps either senses or notice or maybe even understanding or maybe even understanding in tech if you want to run some sort of like uh, search program or something. Understanding in tech it is. <laughs> uh, Bumper, what did you get? I got three successes. You get the feeling based on how this thing's designed that it wasn't sealed necessarily. Uh, it was just completely covered in rust. You think there's a panel hidden somewhere that grants you access. Is it locked? Uh, it's it's kind of locked. I mean, yes, it's locked. Uh, but I... Like, it's not like super, super seal. Uh, we got to look around and find a panel thing, all right? It's going to look like a rectangle uh, that might like have like just a little divot around it. Maybe even a little handle we can get our finger in and kind of pull. And it'll pop on open and we should be able to wire this thing and go. 
I'm gonna look around for a rectangle thing with a divot around it, and then like maybe a thing where I can stick my finger in and then pull it out, and then we can like rewire it and then uh, go. All right. Do okay. a senses notice. In the meantime, is there something? Is there something on this door that I could like attach my chain to? Not really. All right. Well, I'm gonna try to get my fingers under it and open it, pull it open. All right. Make a muscle check for me. You better believe it. Yes, Damien. What do you got? I've got three successes. Yes. Uh, actually, in this kind of region, there appears to be the supply depot. Looks like they had attempted to set up a barter town of sorts to trade with the Wastelanders. And that's what the supply depot was for. It was supposed to be a way to to keep supplies safe while trading. But when you look at it, it appears, while it's marked as that specific remnant group, they don't appear to have a presence there in the town anymore of karma. And then the next time you see that symbol is uh, up further north, getting closer to the coasts. And is there any information about under that symbol if I click on it? Um, yes, it appears to still be active up towards the coasts. From what you can tell and read, they had, they had attempted to set up trade, a trading route to this area, but there was already another remnant group there, and uh, that remnant group did not care for the other survivors encroaching on their territory. I I communicate this information to everyone. Wait, so this is a third one that's different from the one in the northeast, yeah? The supply depot you're at belongs to the group in the northwest towards the coast. So what you're telling me is this supply depot here belongs to uh, a place... Up northwest that that you ain't heard from in a long time. Exactly. All right, but then there's another place kind of like equal distance to the northeast, and we don't know much about them. Yes, uh, I believe as far as I know, it's it's just labeled archive. Okay, archive. That doesn't sound too dangerous. All right, because I was afraid for a second maybe like they done like took over this place, like hostile takeover, and we were about to like run into some trouble, but... Seems more likely that this place is just abandoned and we can take what we want. Uh, I got two hits, but I'd like to spend a fortune to make it three on finding this rectangular panel-y thing. All right. So you're, Zodra, you're looking around this uh, big hill and you see something doesn't look quite right about this particular mound of dirt. It just doesn't seem natural. Uh, and you go over to interact with it and... Uh, you notice the dirt's pretty loose, and you start to brush it away, and there's a panel. Uh, hey, Bumper, there's this, uh, there's this, uh, mound that wasn't a mound, and there's, like, your panel-y things here. Ah, oh, sweet! Let me pop that thing open! You pop it open, and inside is, there's the interface for the door. All it's completely right. dead. Hi, Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is an electronic interface, yeah? I need, I need, uh, if... If you're willing to give me some juice, I think we might be able to give this door a jump start and we can get inside. Well, I'm halfway to pulling it open, so... Uh, are you? It doesn't look like you're getting very far. Well, you know, I just need... I'm just loosening it first. Perfect. That'll make it real, really easy to open once we jolt this uh, interface and press the open button. Oh, hey, that's a great idea. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> All right, so you grab hold and give it some juice. I put my finger in an outlet or something. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, no response. Oh, well, I'm going to close my eyes and uh, scrunch up my face, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some uh, little bit of elbow grease into it and shock them up. Go electric. You start to see some of the lights come on, but then it kind of dies out. Oh, yeah, that feels good. <laughs> hi, hi, do you need me to like poke you in the ribcage or something, give you, get you going? What, that didn't work? It, it started to, the lights went good. And then and then and then they kind of faded down. I think it needs like a real jump start. All right. Well, hey, if you and and, and Zodra just start just just punching me all over the place, maybe I can uh, uh, give it a little more. All right then. Hey, Zo. Yes. We got punched Twitch a couple times. Nothing that will be too lasting, but it's got hurt. Yeah, it's definitely got to hurt. I think that I think that's what works. Yeah. Wait, you're saying you want you want. Me to punch him? Well, I need you to go at, like, half strength. All right. But, yeah, yeah, I think we, we just got to get him going. He's got to get, like, that adrenaline rush. I punch him. Ow. I guess I, I punch him, too, but, ooh. like, half strength. Oh, ow. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> and then I uh, concentrate again. I give it another jolt. Bling. Welcome. Oh, God. All right, stop punching, stop punching, stop punching at work. Did it happen? I did. Oh, thanks. Go ahead and take a breather, Twitch. Uh. You are a soldier, sir. Thank you. So the panel comes to life. It says, welcome. Please select menu option. Menus are request entry, emergency, help desk. Well, I am tempted to hit help desk. (laughs) I think I'm going to hit request entry first. And see how it goes. I may need to call the help desk after. <laughs> Please present cr- proper credentials. Oh, shit. I bring that puzzle box over here. I bring the puzzle box over. All right, we need we need credentials. Search that thingy up for some credentials. Interesting. I, I search for any sort of credentials uh, from the um, coastal enclave. Perhaps some sort of name or code. Let's give me give me a tech check to see if you can find something. Two hits. All right. It takes you a little bit of time, but you're actually able to find uh, a permissions and uh, folder to give you access to different buildings for several different enclave types. It looks like they'd taken this off of uh, somebody they had killed to try to gain access to the supply depot at some point in the near future when they could muster an expedition and you beat them to it. This thing has so much knowledge. I I put in the likeliest looking code. Welcome. And the door opens uh, with the seam down the middle um, into the hill where Twitch is trying to lift up. Oh no, I'm uh, I'm lying on the floor, curled up in the fetal oh, position, right. really right. in pain. But I do mention, uh, I loosened it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you lifted it right up so that it could then open side to side. Wait, go twitch. <laughs> Let's Within? go. Okay, wait. How big is this thing? Can I drive the beast in, or is it like? Yeah, you can drive All right, cool. I'm gonna kind of dr- drive on in slowly. You drive on in slowly. You have the proper credentials. So far. Alright, I'm gonna close the door behind us. Well, is what do we see inside? Is it light? Is it completely black? It's completely black. Uh, perhaps we should check the panel for some sort of on switch. Well, I got headlights right here. Well, never mind. I shine in some headlights with the base. Also, I can see in the dark. 
<laughs> uh, it's just a it's just a big loading bay, and it's got an elevator leading down. Okay, cool. So this is just like there's just like that elevator over there, and looking over here in the shadows, there's really not much else. Supposedly, I think you like park a car in here, bring down whatever you want on the elevator, load up the car, and drive on out. So I think that's exactly what we do. So I back I back on in, and then and then make sure the, the beast is pointing out. And then I'm going to try and close this door behind us so no passerbys get curious. <laughs> All right. There's enough power to do so. I co. Okay. So we don't know what's up there, but no one shot at us yet. So I think it's going pretty good. Uh, Damien, you've, the map alerts you, the, the puzzle box alerts you to facility power currently 80%. Seems this this facility still has most of its power remaining. All right, that's good. That's good. We don't need to punch Twitch. I like that. Oh, thank God. Uh, so you close the doors? Yeah, I'm gonna close the doors. Yes, we should be able to get in and get out with the enough charge left to open the doors back up. So it should be no problem. All right. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we do have Twitch. Hey. But let's, let's go ahead and uh, climb on in this elevator. What's the worst thing that could happen? Uh, as the doors close, remaining facility power, 70%. This is perhaps a bit faster than I thought. <laughs> we might want to hurry. Uh, hold on. Is there a place that I could, like, string together some shit between the beast and the, and the, uh, uh, and the facility so that, like, the beast works as a makeshift generator, keep the power going a little bit longer so it doesn't deplete so fast? Gotta be like some cables around here I can rip out the wall and plug into the base. Give me understanding and scavenge. That's one hit, but I'm gonna spend two fortune to make it three. All right. Hang on a second. These wires look non essential. <laughs> Are you like ripping them out so you can start? Yeah, I wanna get the beast into the circuitry of this, this, this base and try to like give it. Get it like so the the engine turning keeps it going so that it doesn't drop like ten percent every five seconds. <laughs> okay, uh, you rip the wires out. Current power forty percent. Don't worry, it's gonna work. I swear. And I plug it into the base and I and I turn her on. Oh, she's she's starting to turn over, but it's not quite going. Current base power twenty percent. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna keep going. Current, current base power, ten percent. Come on, baby, don't do this. Tell me, everyone's looking at me. It's gonna be real embarrassing <laughs> if I just kill us all here. Five percent. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sustained power found. We good. We good. See, I knew what I was doing all along. Hey, you plugged in this whole base. Yeah, I mean. We gotta like make sure, cause I I don't know how much the beast can real handle, and then also like there's gasoline to consider. So like we don't have an infinite amount of time, but we're definitely not like running, which is good. Well, let's run. Yeah, let's get in this elevator. All right. Uh, the beast is powerful enough that it's generating enough power for the facility. Uh, you do notice that when you input the elevator floor, you want to go to. It takes a sec. Redirecting power. Well, how many floors are there? There's three. Uh, you can you can make out on the panel. Ground floor is the loading bay and supply bay. Second floor is the actual supply depot. 
where everything's kept. And then third is the uh, living quarters for everyone working there. So do we want to go together as a group or divide and conquer? <laughs> well, I'm kind of scared of the dark. Oh, I can see in the dark. Well, that doesn't help me. That's fair. But maybe we find a light source somewhere around here. I mean, if it's a flighty pole, right? It's got to have like a flashlight or something. Also, the lights? Probably lights. Well, all right. Well, let's go to the supply depot first. All right. Sticking together. Going to the supply depot. I press that button. Redirecting power. <laughs> and you begin a slow descent. Oh, I thought we were going up. We're going down. This is exciting. And the, and the doors open up. And it's completely dark. All right, what do I see? Oh, that's right. I raise up my goggles, look around with my creepy looking eyes, see if I can find a light switch or a lamp. Uh, you can find a light switch. It's uh, industrial lights up top. Uh, All right, cool. Give me one second. I'm going to flip this switch here, and y'all should be able to see. I walk on over, I grab it, and turn it up. Redirecting power. And then the lights start to warm up. There we go. All right. Yep, they're warming up. Still pretty dark, though. I am shivering. I'm extremely <laughs> cold in my bone armor with just pants and the bone armor. <laughs> the uh, the helmet is lined with fur, so it doesn't muss up your hair and, and cut your head up. So there is that. I, I did that for you. I I know what it's like to wear a helmet that's uncomfortable. That's very kind of you, Zodra. Mm-hmm. That, but my body is still freezing. Well, you took your jacket off. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's part of it. It's just how you're supposed to do it. All right. Do you want one of these other furs? No. I shall brave the cold. <laughs> I'm not going to wait for these lights to warm up because I can see everything just fine. Yeah. I'm going to start looking around. Hey, Bumper, look for like a, a lantern or something. I got my flint here. So. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to look for some car parts or something. Okay. <laughs> 20% is, is yours, Bumper. Don't forget that. I gave that to you as your dictator. <laughs> <laughs> She's so benevolent. <laughs> All right, if you guys want to, if you guys would like to make uh, scavenging rolls in here, I am looking for specific materials to repair the um, filtration system. Any, really anything I can find, I could probably make use of. So like metal metal doodads and, and what's a majiggies? Little metal doodads, electronic bits and boards, mm. small things. All right. Not that I couldn't carry big things, but I just happen to need small things. <laughs> if you find any good stuff, let me know. I'd like to roll on lawn and garden. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for this first uh, depot level you guys are on, here are the things you may scavenge. Automotive, farming, lawn garden, foodstuffs, and tools. Well, I'm going to go ahead and look for automotive first. Since this is a supply depot, it has been... It looks like they took as much as they could carry, but there's still stuff in here. Uh, you guys may each make two rolls in this building, this entire building of your choice. I found a portable battery charger. Damn. <laughs> That's incredibly useful. <laughs> I'd like to roll on the tools table. Go ahead. I've got five cans of wood stain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll on the tools and industrial supplies table. Go ahead. I found two pickaxes. <laughs> nice. Hey, Sotra. Hey. 
Hey. Hey, I found I found this bag and these these bags that they have the you know it's a it's a tumbleweed with green paper on it on a stick and uh, I don't know what it says but uh, Damien, can you read that? That says potting swall. <laughs> I believe it's a French word. Potting swall? Yes. I, I'm pretty sure that says soil, buddy. That can't possibly be right. <laughs> that is amazing. That's amazing. I found these pickaxes. You want one? Yeah. Do you want one of these bags? I, I do. I do. Oh, well, very that, much. That seems like a great trade. Okay. Here, actually, you can have all of them if you want. I don't know what I would do with swall. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could help me. So we'll together we'll figure it out. Well, great. Oh, I'll wear this pickaxe with pride. Thanks, Miley. I, I'm not saving another roll. I'm going to go on the tools and industrial supplies. Now that I got this sweet-ass portable battery charger, I'm going to see what else this Wonderland has for me. Oh, guys, I found a whole display of six epoxy buddies. <laughs> Look at these tubes. This shit will fix up anything. Hey, wait. Didn't we need to fix up anything back at the lake? That is exactly what we needed to do, yes. Perhaps one of those epoxy putties could come in handy. Oh, man. Like, all six of them are going to come in handy. I don't know how bad it is over there, but like... It's quite terrible. All right. Well, we can just epoxy everything. It'll be fine. I'm sure there's like holes galore. Oh, yes. There's water all over the place. Excellent. Also... In addition to your normal rolls for just random crap, all happen all of you happen to find the parts you need in order to repair this water purifier at the lake. Hey, uh hey Damien, I found this uh bag of gears. You want it? That is exactly one of the things I needed. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Here's the whole bag. <laughs> I, I, I drop it on the ground. It's a whole bunch of small stuff just like you asked. The sound reverberates around the chamber. <laughs> Um, I I will pick this up when we're ready to go. Thank you. I'll go ahead and haul it in the elevator. I I, I was going to. Uh, okay. I got, I got you. I don't even think about doing anything. I got it. I, I check out these gears. Make sure there's nothing I need. There's nothing I need, so I'm just gonna leave it in the elevator. All right. Well, I'm kind of interested in what. Yeah. So like this is just warehouse, right? With like some crates and the stuff we've been yeah. finding. All right, no extra rooms or nothing on this floor. Nope, it's just a big open storage area. Cool, cool, cool. Who wants to go see the living arrangements down there? I do, I do. That would be a fascinating anthropological jaunt, yes. Sure, there also might be more stuff. That's what I'm hoping. I, st I still get my extra, you know, leftover, so everybody got their 20%. All right, I get in the elevator, I push the button to go to housing, and then, you know, Inconspicuously in the corner of the elevator, just to, you know, cover my bases, I put on a gas mask. I don't know what happened to these people. Seems like a safe bet. The door opens up to the living quarters, and everyone's fine. Okay, okay. So you guys can roll on apparel, sporting goods, library, medical, food, and home supplies. Hi, we're going on an anthropology. Pedagogical jaunt. Yeah, you guys go on ahead of me. <laughs> I'd like to roll on the library table. Yeah, I go for it. Of course, locate the library. Yes, there's there's a lot more books than you expected. This is quite an impressive um, 
This is quite an impressive collection for a mere supply depot. This enclave must be incredibly knowledgeable. I find two religious references. Hmm. Also, you can roll for media format. Uh, there's a little table if you are interested. These are in the format of special media such as microfilm or braille. <laughs> in the meantime, I'm going to roll for some medicine. Hey, look what I found. And I hold up a little uh, cloth cuff with, a, with like some Velcro on it. And it's got a little uh, inflatable thing that I'm squeezing. Like, I found this. Uh, it's like a, some kind of flail, I think. Uh, and I flap it around. I don't think that's what that's for. It's even got a dial on it. I think it's trying to tell me what time it is. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. Hold on. I might know what this is. Do it's I know what this is? Time to hit you with a flail. So it's a blood pressure cuff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a phenomenometer. Oh, wow. Is that what you call it? Yeah. That's what it's called when it's time to hit you with a sphygnum. Sphygnomenometer. Yeah. It's one of my favorite words. (laughs) But uh, no, it's not for hitting. So you put it on your arm and you get it all tight. And then that little dial there tells you how fast your blood's pumped through your body. Oh, wow. That's really fast. (laughs) Holy hell. It's like all the way at the top. It's telling me that it's very close to time. <laughs> You're almost fully cooked. So uh, after everyone is uh, picked over what, what they choose, their 20%, I obviously take my extra um, in the form of these these two here bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, those are going to be great. Well, they look like we could break them down for parts. You could or... They also can make a move a little faster than if you were walking. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good for Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Had your bikes in the remnant? We didn't need any sort of archaic technology as bikes. Oh, man. Manpower's the best power. I tried to get on this thing and pedal it. Well, we certainly did have manpower. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I try to ride this bicycle around this this living arrangement area. All right, make a nimble check for me. That is no hit. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of straddle the bike, and you got a foot on one pedal, and you bring your other foot up, and you push down on on the pedal, and it starts going, and you think you got it. Look at me, I'm riding a bike! You don't know how to stop it. Hold on, how do I turn? Where's the brakes? Oh, God, no! <laughs> he flips head over heels. Yeah, he... Damien tells me that they used to have a saying like riding a bike to describe something that was difficult or impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where they get that, but I think like if you mastered this thing, you can move like at least twice as fast as if you were walking. Well, well at least we could like strap them together and make like a, a carrier. And, like, if we ever need to charge up this battery not using Twitch, I think, like, we can, like, use the centrifugal force of the tire turning to, like, get a charge going. Yeah, tur- turny things make uh, electricity. Did you know? Did, and, and also you, Smiley. But that's... I start turning around in circles. No, don't do that. That might be real bad. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. Is there, is there anything else around here? Are we in any rooms? Anything cool? Can we find some hints about what happened to this paypal? Yeah, you can look around, see if you can find any hints. Uh, if you give me... Either senses or understanding, as well as tech, uh, notice, 
Heck, we can even go survive for tracking, uh, picking up tracking clues. If Bumper, you what you doing? I'm poking around trying to figure out what happened to these people. I'm a little curious and a little unsettled by the lack of dead bodies. All right, all right, I'll help you. They probably just stored them in a closet somewhere. All right, you look in closets. I'm going to poke around in the machinery. In the meantime, I've, I've had enough time to process what these religious references are that I've got my hands on. And one of them is uh, a book that has no words, but just a lot of bumps in it. And the other one is an extremely small newspaper. It's so small I can barely read it and it seems to be made of glass. Hey, if only we had a, a, a lat source that we could project behind that and see what's on it. That would, that's ridiculous. Why would that work? What sort of crazy ideas have you got going on in your brain? I don't know. I say turning around in a circle <laughs> repeatedly. Uh, bumper. Yeah, I got two hits. Okay. You, you're looking around and you, you find like a terminal. You, you're able to redirect some of the power. Uh, Twitch and Damien, one of the lights goes off in your room and, uh, Bumper, you you get a little bit of power. You still only get limited functions on the terminal. Computer! History! What'd you roll on yours, uh, Zodra? Uh, I got two hits. And you're, are you just looking around? Yeah, I rolled survival because I'm, I'm, I'm good at surviving. And, uh, and I, I walk up to closets, spare in hand, and I, and I open them. And then, you know, sometimes I spear in things and then leave holes in jackets and stuff. But um, it's fine. They're all moldy and gross. And actually, the mold looks kind of tasty. But we don't have time for that. And I check all of them that way. And then maybe see if there's any food in the kitchen. Uh, It looks like most everything's been cleaned out. But you do find the skeleton of what used to be a house pet that got left behind. There's no signs of struggle anywhere. It looks like everybody packed their shit and left and seemed to have forgotten this poor little creature behind. So uh, so is it like all bones? Yes. All right. I take the bones. I'm going to make right. bracers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how high are these ceilings? Uh, in the living quarters, they're about eight feet high. Hey, Damien, do you mind giving me a boost? <laughs> I certainly don't mind, and I absolutely can. Well, thanks. I'm going to get a boost on Damien. Well, I'm going to stop spinning around first, and then I'm going to have Damien give me a boost. And I'm going to try to, this this uh, light that, that went out, I want to try to unscrew it, answering once and for all the question, how many adventurers does it take to unscrew a light bulb? <laughs> I get him up on my shoulders. Will you make a muscle check for me, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do not succeed. I crumble under the weight of Twitch. Hey, could you stand a little taller? I'm trying. And Damien, you drop Twitch. Ow. Ooh. Here, let me pull that bed over here. Why don't you? No, I'll, you don't. No, no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, I'll pull the bed. Bumper. <laughs> Compare. Oh, wait, there's buttons. I got. Oh, I got it. I push some buttons. I'm going to type in logs and hit enter. All right. Uh, You type in logs and hit enter. A bunch of data comes up. Oh, here we go. All right, what we got, what we got. I'll try to scroll through that data. From what we can make out, it's mostly shipping manifests and uh, all that. Okay, okay. And it appears to just abruptly stop 
at a certain time. Sure, sure. I'm going to note that time for later, and I'm going to hit end, and then I'm going to type in journal and hit enter. Error. Not a command. Oh, shit. I'm running out of ideas. Uh, personnel, enter. Error. All right. Well, I'm going to look through those logs then because that's the only one I've been able to get. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just more shipping manifests. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just going to like take note of them in case it's relevant later. Oh, okay. Um, is there like a, like a, like a a cushy seat or something around? Yes. All right, cool. I'm going to take those, uh. The cushy parts off the cushy seats, and I'm going to wrap them up with my, my rope and twine, um, and I'm going to collect a whole bunch of them. So um, Damien will stop moaning about sleeping on a metal bench. Yeah, that's fine. All right. I do it. Also, I get enough for a, for a Twitch, too. All right, cool. She- I type in messages. <laughs> Bling. There we go. I got it. <laughs> Bumper, you okay? Yeah, I just, uh, I, it was real hard to guess words that this computer wanted me to say. <laughs> I walk away from that. Yes, there's a log of messages. Uh, mostly appears to be interoffice emails. Uh, a couple of them send some jokes or uh, they're organizing social events. They're, they're talking about projects that need to be done within the warehouse and uh, there's one in one of the one of the folder entries that you see and it says attention everyone begin packing your things the lake pleasant enclave of remnants has not been too kind to us trying to expand and make deals with the locals here or even with the other remnant colonies. We're being forced to move out under threat of death and total annihilation from the professor. We are not a warring group, so we will comply. Gather everything you can pack in 30 minutes and go to the bay. I'm sorry it must end this way. You guys might want to say this. Now, like, I know it might be a little sensitive, and we've had some arguments in the past, but I think... This might just be confirming my theory that maybe y'all didn't come from the best place. I mean, Twitch, I know you kind of agree with that. Anyways, take a look at this. Tell me what you think. I'm going to go help Sojo put these mattresses in the in the elevator. I come walking down the halls, turning in circles, holding the light bulb that I unscrewed in front of me. Hey, I got this thing to light up when I put it in my hand. And uh, I'm, I'm holding the little uh, microfilm newspaper, trying to... Uh, like sort of re- read it, read it on the wall uh, through the through the light bulb, and I'm trying to get myself between as, them. And as I spin around to generate the power that I am, hold still, hold I, still. Well, then I won't be able to light it up if I'm not turning around. Well, could you turn a bit slower, please? All right, I turn slightly slower. Well, now it's too dim. All right, I turn a little faster. Stop doing that. Hi, hi, guys. I like what you're doing. It's a good experiment, all right? But you should read this 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 message over here from the people that ran away from this place. It's per bad. I could I could just give you cliff notes or you could read it. It's up to you. I'll read it. All right. I'll take it. 
I can't read. All right, here. I give him the cliff notes. Uh, my uh, my face sort of drops, and I go into a deep thought, and um, say, "Well, if this proves to be true, then perhaps you were right, Bumper, and perhaps your intuitions were right." Twitch, as I see they have been before. I don't know. The professor used to say that we were going to use the power I was generating for great things. This doesn't sound great at all. Well, perhaps it's possible the professor was lying to us. As terrible as it sounds to say. Oh, no. That's terrible. But, but, no, no, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Just one letter? Hardly enough proof to convince, to convince me. Who knows what these people were thinking? You know, in these sort of sectarian things, all sorts of opinions go flying around. I don't know. This does seem to make sense. Maybe the professor thought it was great that he was pushing all these people out. I mean, look how great all of this is. Yes, it, it does corroborate the Elder Tadpole story from Hell's Gate. That's right. It must have been the professor thought he was doing... Good. And for some reason, he's become misguided. Perhaps, like me, he, he just simply hasn't experienced the world. Well, what if you just told him to listen to you, like you did to me? Well, we'll have to find him. That's a good idea. We should ask him. Y'all never know what happened to your place after it got all attacked by trogs and that? No, we, we ran away while it was being overrun. I tried to ask those guys back in uh, uh, Witherberry, but... Uh, they were more interested in trying to kill me than answering my question about the trogs. Yeah, I guess if they got, like, people to send out after y'all, it's probably still kind of standing. But I'm not so comfortable with the whole, like, go back to the place where you guys are wanted from the people who wanted to kill you and all that. <laughs> so, like, maybe, maybe we try to find these people, the people who left this place. And, like, if... The professor is misguided or potentially malicious. Then, then we can go ahead and uh, use this this gyps we got to like do what it was supposed to do, which was connect the good remnants together, the remnants who like care about peace and sharing. And we kind of like spread this this around and see if we can get everyone like make that alliance that the professor didn't want. Oh yeah, I don't want to go back. It was horrible. I'm just realizing. But, you know, if we ever see him, we should definitely ask him. Oh, yes. And I am finding I don't want to go back either. I am quite enjoying life outside the remnant. You know, breathing fresh air, getting out of my hovel. It's quite a good, good experience. All right. So in, in the interest of the beast, or in the interest of the badass education and safety tour bus... Would the two of you determine that you have not reached your new home yet? Yes. All right, then let's keep going. <laughs> I've stacked everything in the elevator. Okay. Um, and then is there a is there a hatch at the top of the bus? Or? No, of the elevator. I mean, there's a, like a safety hatch, but yeah, I'd like to climb up there, if at all possible. I would like to climb that ladder. If there is one in order to uh, beat the elevator up to the ground floor, as I am afraid of ambushing because this is a hall and I have not yet been able to uh, secure uh, safety for us because um, uh, there's only one way in and out. And, well, 
that's how you get dead. So is that possible? Sure. Yeah. You make it up there. All right. With my new pickaxe, I open the door at the top. <laughs> All right. You do so. Is there anybody here? Just you. Just me. Are we clear? Looks like. Coming up. Sounds good to me. I push the button to make us go up. Redirecting power. And then it shifts a little bit and you start heading up towards the ground floor. All right. We're going to load up the beast, I think. You guys take your haul and you load it onto the beast. Damien and Twitch, you got some new mattresses made out of sofa cushions and couch cushions that Zodra found for you. And... You got all your new equipment. You got your scrap metal to go fix the water purifier. You are still hooked up to the wall bumper. Oh, yeah. Um, well, if we got enough power, I'm going to go ahead and undo those cables, open that door, and drive us out back to that lake. Redirecting power. Power at 5%. And the doors open up into the bright wasteland sunlight. And that's where we'll end the session. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs. For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.